Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And who would have guessed the key to saving humanity in 2020 is to bring back plastic bags. I know, right? All society has been doing the last, like, ten years or more is complaining about how we're destroying the environment, which is not entirely wrong. But now, after everyone, I think almost everyone has outlawed the use of disposable plastic bags. In California, I don't know. But there's, I mean, yes, not every other state, but there's a lot of other states, not necessarily everyone, you know, not all of them. But I've heard about it in, in, like, New York and other places, too, Um, like big cities and whatnot are, yeah, but, are saying, oh, you should use your reusable bags instead so we don't destroy the environment. But now we're getting into a situation which is ironic. I, ironic? What? Ironic? Oh, my God. Is that like a <laughs> periodic table element? I was trying to say ironic, but then irony at its best, and I couldn't decide, so my mouth was just like, let's combine them. Anyway. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um. So now I guess San Francisco has officially said you're no longer... Uh, stores in the city are not allowed not to allow reusable bags into stores that you, you have to provide and they're actually not charging thankfully mm. for their yeah, disposable say, plastic I'm bags i'm sure they're still charging yeah someone out there is still trying to charge someone out there still doing it but they're like they're not supposed to be charging during the, that time the mom and pop like convenience store or yeah. whatever yeah um and then i was reading a little bit about this actually and it looks like they're saying like they're not even allowing like purses and backpacks which is like how do you go into the store understandable you don't want to smuggle in coronavirus yeah uh i get that but i'm tired of this coronavirus in my house i'm gonna sneak it into a store and leave it there yeah but like i i get it like take all precautions necessary but i I think it's it's a something that would be good to know ahead of time before you leave the store on your bike with your bags (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you'd bike to the store you've got all your shit and a backpack you're wearing cargo pants yeah sir you can't wear those in the store (laughs) then you get there and they're like oh i'm sorry you can't bring any of that inside wait what (laughs) i don't know it's just uh interesting Luckily, nobody would probably try and take your stuff because they'd be worried. They don't want to touch your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then most most of the places in the city, as far as I'm aware, have an employee outside who's basically like the bouncer now, Mm -hmm. like letting people in and letting them out. You look clean. Yeah. (laughs) Go on in. Oh, man, that's crazy. It's just, uh, you know, take two steps forward, five steps back. Yeah. (laughs) There's no making progress. It's just like how we were going to start dieting again before this all happened. And then we are like, nope. <laughs> yeah. But we still got that Chris Hemsworth uh, we did, yeah. six weeks of workout. We did. Haven't used it. No. But um, I'm planning on it. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> There's always tomorrow for the next, well, I guess five weeks now. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. I looked at some of the recipes and I like these would look good if I wasn't in quarantine. I couldn't go to the store. Yeah, it was clearly designed for <laughs> not being in a pandemic quarantine yeah, yeah. environment. They do have a lot of little extra things that are like what to do, like meal prep hacks and whatever for the quarantine situation. But they didn't adjust the meal plan suggestions accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I'm still looking at something that's got like a bunch of fresh vegetables and fucking whatever that I like don't have. So I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, this was just an easy play for him for PR, yeah, and to get people to try it, and then 
you get that like one percent that yeah, sticks with that it stick with it yeah yeah worst case 50 percent of the people forget that uh-huh. they signed up yeah. for it and, and they get charged money. for the yeah. uh, one year well, i will i do like that the workouts all seem to be relatively short i mean obviously it hasn't helped me do them yet but <laughs> it makes me feel like they were more attainable yeah to see that they're like 20 oh, yeah, something that's pretty minutes. short i'll do that later yeah <laughs> But, like, as opposed to me looking at something and saying, oh, this is a 60-minute workout. That's never happening. I'm like, yeah. 21 minutes? I could do that yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I got <laughs> got a good eight hours to kill before I have to put it off again. Oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. I need to get a routine going to use that. But maybe. Maybe we'll work out a I few mean, times. Really, it's... think about it. I don't even need it because I already have Thor's body. That's, yeah. I mean, fat Thor. Yeah. But I do have <laughs> Thor's body. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> I told everybody at work and they were like, oh, so he can subscribe to just watch Chris Hemsworth work out for six weeks? And I was like, I don't think he's in all of them. Yeah, but... I think he does like, <laughs> I was looking at the uh, like the premise of it when we first signed up and mm-hmm. it looks like he does one like every week he has like his own thing that he does, mm-hmm. but he has like pretty much other people, staff doing, doing all of the stuff. Of course. Throughout the week. Because he has another real job that's yeah. not his, like, primary. It's not It's not unreasonable that he wouldn't be in every single one. I mean, I would be okay with it, but I'm totally not surprised. It's like when, like, uh actress comes out with a perfume and people, will, like, think it's legitimately something that they created, like, yeah. in the lab. Like, they yeah. came up with the scent and everything. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, they, they just were like, make it something like this. And then they're like, yep, that's good. Yeah. They had a manager who was like, yeah, sign this off and you'll make money. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, you know, some other weird things that have happened. I feel like we're seeing more people now that we're on supposed, yeah. supposed quarantine from the neighborhood. children who should not be near us. <sighs> like, I get that you can't go to school, and I get that these, like, parents maybe need a break, and so they'll send the kids out front or yeah, go on an adventure on or whatever, but, like, maybe some more direct supervision would be in, in hand. For example, we had a neighbor child. I, we were just, like, sitting, I don't know, I think I was playing video games, and, like, you were at the kitchen table on your computer yesterday, and... We were just like the windows open for the cats to like explore outside. Yeah, not even all the eyes. way. Just like no, just like a foot, a foot and a half for them yeah. to sit there and look yeah. out the window. And then I'm like on a pause screen, and then I look over at the window just to like glance at the cats, and then a small child's face just appears right next to the window, just like nose up to the glass. And then I was like, "Excuse me," and then she like walked away like immediately. It was just the weirdest thing. And you were like, what's going on? And then I had to explain the whole thing. It's just like, why are you even out? Why are you A, outside and B, not in your backyard? They have yeah. a bigger backyard than we do. There's you no reason. You have to assume that she wasn't with her parents. Because no. otherwise they would be like, get the fuck Don't away do from. Don't do that. Your neighbor's window. Don't be on your neighbor's yard. Like, in your neighbor's no, front yard. No, don't be on their window. <laughs> yeah, don't be Not on... even the yard, the yeah. window. Well, she had to walk on our yard to get to the window, is all I'm saying. I know, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah. she's literally on <laughs> the window. Don't be on the fucking window. So weird. Yeah. Like, even without a pandemic quarantine, you would yeah. not be, like, expecting Expect a to. child to randomly just smear their face on your yeah. window yeah. of your don't house. Yeah, don't be touching things with your face. Maybe if it's your child, you don't, sure. Maybe we need to be more specific. Don't Not just don't touch your face. Don't touch things with your face. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah. We weren't clear enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Daddy. I didn't touch the window with my use, hands. I didn't use my hands. 
<laughs> so weird. Yeah, it was, and then earlier in the week we had this screaming outside, oh my God, and I thought insane. it was. I couldn't tell. I even was like out loud. I was like, "Is that children screaming? Yeah, or dogs fighting?" Yeah, and I was like, "I don't. I honestly can't tell the difference." <laughs> Turns out it was both. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> option D, all yeah. of the above. We had some children, like three, four kids. Yeah, four kids. Walking around with their dog. With a small, like, tchotchke dog. And then the shitty neighbors across the way had two dogs that got out. Two giant Rottweilers that, where did they come from? They didn't have those before. Those are new, by the way. Yeah, turns out their dogs got out and then apparently attacked the small dog with the kids. And then they ran into my bed of my truck, started screaming and and crying murder. Yeah, we we like come outside because they're like, what's going on? And then I find like three children in the bed of his truck in the driveway. And we're like, wait, what's happening? And then there's like two more that are standing on the ground next to it. One of them's crying, probably close to hyperventilating. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I guess their story is the big dogs from across the street had been going after their dog because of reasons. Yeah. (laughs) They claim that it their dog was bit, but it didn't seem like there was any bite marks or anything. No. The dog seemed fine. Yeah. I feel like maybe, I don't know. It could have very well been a misunderstanding, but regardless, they were panicked and freaked out and also yeah. in a large group for no reason. Yeah. Um, and then, and of course, then- of all the fucking houses they had to do their drama at, yeah. it had to be my fucking yard. Yeah. And then uh, the neighbor comes out and she's like, and I'm, like, looking for the dogs so I could post on the neighborhood app to be like, whose dogs are these? They're loose, just so you know. And then well, turns out they the just pooch belong. is loose. Just so, you know, find, we find out easily, because apparently it's no big deal to them that shitty neighbors come out and they're like, oh, yeah, that, those are my dogs. They must have got out somehow. Somehow. Your gate is straight fucking open. How? It's not like you didn't know that your gate was open. Yeah. It's always fucking open. It's, these people suck so bad. Yeah. So, we had to deal with a bunch of children drama that we didn't ever think we'd ever deal with yeah. outside of a pandemic, yeah. let alone... And it's like, whatever. And of course, none of these kids have their fucking parents around. Yeah, and I'm like, do you need me to call your mom? Like, what's going on? And the, the boy finally is like, oh no, I have my phone. So, he gets out his phone and finally starts to call his mom. And it was just crazy. Because I just, I just yeah. don't know what to do. <laughs> It was nuts. Yeah. You know, standard, usual activity that doesn't ever happen until we're suddenly on a quarantine. Yeah, it's like equivalent to like, we're going to go out of town for like a week. Oh, the cat needs to go to the emergency vet. Yeah. Friday Yeah. night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Saturday, we'll say, because yeah. it's, you know, when they're not even open. Right. Normal hours, that is. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, very exciting uh so we've been, tr- we've been trying to do our part and stay the fuck inside <laughs> and a- avoid people at all costs, but they're just coming to us yeah. now. Basically. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, enough about our right. fucking chaotic life. We do have a bit of news. We have a lot of things to tell you all this week, and uh, let's get started. First thing we have in the realm of gaming is that Minecraft Dungeons got a release date. They're saying it's going to come out May 26th on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Game Pass. 
which is very interesting, right? Because Minecraft is now owned by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They bought the company that made Minecraft a while back. Was that Mojang or something? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay. And so Nintendo is no shock because they've kind of been making deals with Xbox mm-hmm. or, you know, Microsoft. Obviously, you're going to see it on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's a first-party game. Right. But PS4, that's a real shocker to yeah. me. I know Minecraft was on PS4 because it was already a contractual obligation mm-hmm. that the company had to put it on PlayStation 4 before Microsoft had bought the company. Okay. But now it looks like they're just playing ball and putting it everywhere. Good. Or, I assume, now, more money. <laughs> now is not the time for petty rivalry bullshit, so hopefully they're sharing everything for a good reason and it's not just an accident. Well, they probably just figure there's more people will buy the game yeah. and then they get more money, whether it's on their console or on PS4. Yeah. It's probably also something where it was already out on PS4, like the regular games, so they're just like, well, you can't beat them, join them. We're not going to just take it, like not offer it now because, I don't know. I guess. I mean, okay. that happens all the time with games. Oh, okay. You always see games go exclusive to one console, whether it be temporary or just in general. Gotcha. Okay. Well. It's just... Phil Spencer has said many times that he's not interested in doing exclusives in the sense of, like, paying money and stuff like that, you know, for, like, third-party games. So mm-hmm. I guess he's just kind of expanding into his first party being, like, certain games he's not really concerned with. You're not going to see Halo, obviously, on PlayStation. Of course. I mean, you might at some point if they go full-blown service-based and kind of step away from the console side of it. Right. But as of right now, like you're not going to see those kind of games. Certainly not a Halo Infinite. Right. But speaking of Sony, uh, they actually had a pretty big announcement. They are going to launch a COVID-19 relief fund worth $100 million. Wow. Yeah. Assistance for those individuals engaged in the frontline medical and first responder efforts to fight the virus. Support for children and educators who must now work remotely and support for members of the creative community and the entertainment industry. So they're hit pretty much three fronts. Yeah. The, you know, the medical side, the educational side, and the creative side. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to see that they're contributing as well. That's nice. Um, so that's the good news for Sony, I guess. Yeah. In the world of <laughs> COVID-19. Right. The the positive of that, I guess. Yes. Uh, but there's also bad news coming from Sony. I've heard. Yeah. Please enlighten us. So, very fitting game <laughs> for this current time. The Last of Us Part 2 is now delayed a second time. If you remember, the game was originally set to come out on February 22nd of this year. And then it was delayed to May 29th of this year. But now, Sony has announced they are going to delay it again, but they do not have a release date yet. It's all based off the logistic side of shipments for, you know, worldwide. Yeah. Globally, they just don't want to ship things sporadically they want it to be all unified yeah for the launch that makes sense so they're pretty much just gonna wait till they can figure out the best opportunity to get it to everybody at once can't they just be like it's all digital 
This is what I'm confused about. I mean, that's the problem is not everybody goes digital, so... Yeah, but they'll learn to if they want to play the game. <laughs> well, but also not everybody has the, the ability to go digital. Like, there are some areas that are limited in the data usage and stuff. Like, oh, there's right. people in Facebook groups I talk to that, uh, you know, in the gaming groups that, like, say, like, yeah, where I am, all we have are, like, data cap services. So they can't, oh they don't have unlimited use. So okay. they have X amount of gigs they can have in that month. So... One game could use up majority of that month oh, just to download. That's crazy. So yeah, it it's not perfect everywhere yet. Right. You know, plus you know, there's of other course. countries that might not be that way throughout the whole yeah that's area. True. So it sucks, but it makes sense. Uh, and then that wasn't the only game they announced was going to be delayed. Uh, Iron Man VR, of course, the one I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, both of them, but. This one for VR specifically, I was yeah like I really I want. I was excited for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was originally set for February, uh, which again had like a double delay. Had the you know double D effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was set for February and it was delayed till May fourteenth, and now it's delayed indefinitely, just like The Last of uh, Us Part Two. That sucks. Again, same reason logistically, they just want to be able to. Push this one out, which VR I feel like is more likely you're gonna have a digital. Uh, yeah, I have quest- serious base. questions about somebody who has a VR setup. I can't that imagine doesn't someone's have internet. <laughs> going to the store to buy a VR game. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Logically, if you have VR, then you're probably more tech savvy, I would assume. Yeah, and you're gonna find or a more way to interested get... in the newer tech because it's not like it's for like the casual buyer. It's right. It's still slightly more expensive. Exactly. It's a it's a luxury item for sure. It's a, like you're not fucking around about video game situations, so you would yeah. probably find a way to get better internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know who is fucking around about video games, though? <laughs> who? <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> E3. They won't fuck off. They're yeah. like, us and GameStop, we're going we're gonna to gonna... tag team the world, yeah. and we're going to stay afloat. Okay. Uh, E3 has announced a 2021 release schedule for next year does anyone care at uh, this point I mean, they do okay gamestop probably it probably helps yeah. them yeah uh so they have announced that they will hold the e3 2021 conference june 15th through june 17th of next year uh and this was all found out through a news briefing that was sent out to all of the partners within the industry so you know like developers and publishers uh so the wording they used to describe the e3 is a reimagined e3 okay and of course uh you know as everybody should know e3 was one of the things canceled last month due to coronavirus and of course other dramatic things within the industry but mainly coronavirus was the main issue along with everybody else having the same problem makes sense uh and you know so because there was no e3 uh ign apparently has announced just recently that they are going to have a summer of gaming which is going to be a global digital event set in june 
which pretty much is their way of putting out some form of an E3 thing that isn't E3. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we sort of saw Kind of Funny do such a thing like this a couple years ago. I think it was around November. They did a smaller thing like this, which they just put like on YouTube pretty much, and you just watched it there, pre-recorded. Right. And edited. Uh, so it's no surprise to see like a bigger news outlet for gaming do something like this now that E3 is officially non-existent this year. Kind of bring in the, the viewership for them. Yeah. From people who are missing out on E3 and, and want something like that in their time. Especially now with everybody cooped up in the houses. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, yeah, so they've announced this and they plan to bring the latest news and impressions for upcoming games. And they have partnerships already with developers and publishers. Uh, a few to name are 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon was an interesting one. Really? Okay. They do have some form of gaming, so I don't know. Maybe they have something bigger planned out, too. And Google Stadia was a nice surprise to see mm-hmm. that they're still actively trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devolver Digital, THQ Nordic, and then many more. And then they also had this plan to make it more interactive for the audience. So you can vote on things that you like and... Send in video reactions, which was an okay. interesting thing. I don't know what exactly that entails. I don't know. It just, okay. <laughs> I don't know who would want to do such a thing. I mean, the same people that film, like, reaction Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing that trailers. kind of thing, you probably have your own channel. So, like, why would you be putting it onto IGN for Fair. their content? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, and their coverage is going to span 112 countries and be 25 languages. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty big. So, literal when they say global. Right. Obviously, the noticeable companies missing, Microsoft and Sony and right. Nintendo. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. They're, they're bigger. They're going to have their own thing. They're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. We, they, they, they're going to have covered. their own announcement set that they, you know, well, Sony wasn't even going to be at E3, so they don't even have to worry about anything. Yeah. But Microsoft already has said they have their own thing planned out for the dashboard on Xbox and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, and then Nintendo said that they have something, but they just don't have a date yet for what, or what they're going to do. So, guess we'll have some more games to talk about in June. Yeah. Uh, in our last story in gaming, Activision taking the war to cheaters online. Okay. So Activision is, you know, publisher of all the Call of Duty games. They own the property. Um, they've banned over 50,000 players in Call of Duty Warzone for cheating. Wow. Right? That's a lot of fucking That's players. That's a lot of players. <laughs> Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know what Call of Duty Warzone is, it's basically a battle royale, like 100 players or whatever the count mm-hmm. is. There's different variants. So you could do like solos, which I think is 100 players. You could do teams, which is I think like 50 teams of two. And then you could do like triples. So I think it would be like, I think it's more than 100 players in that sense. Mm-hmm. But pretty much... 
Hunger Games is yeah. what it is. It's yeah. you know Fortnite. It's be the last team surviving or or individual surviving uh, in the form of a Call of Duty game. Gotcha. Uh, and they've added vehicles and all that stuff, which you don't usually do in Call of Duty games. So that's a nice new feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you parachute in like you do in all those other games. You find what weapons you can on the map. And you have a giant ring that shrinks down. Did anybody talk about what these people were doing for cheating? No. Or it just, just said, said that, that they just... Cheating? Oh, okay. that it was all announced on their Activision Games blog. Hmm. Um okay. Basically, they just said there's no place for cheating in games. Warzone has zero tolerance for cheaters. Okay. So. I mean, I can respect that. Yeah. And we've seen other games do this where they've, yeah. they've banned people for cheating. Yeah. I know uh, there was like a YouTuber who was pretty popular on Fortnite. I think we talked about this early oh, on. Yeah, I think you're right. And he was manipulating the game, cheating, if you right. will. Uh, but he was in like a social aspect of the game. It wasn't like the actual versus match or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he got banned because he was using hacks in the game mm-hmm. that you you know aren't allowed to use. Right. And so he got banned, and then like it was this big dramatic thing, and he was like crying on a response video and wanting to. The hell, you know, and people were like, oh, it's ruining his, his future, his career. It's like, no, he no, has plenty of outlets he can go to. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> cheaters are a thing in all games. It's just how much, you know, companies care to, like, monitor that stuff. Yeah, I think cheating in versus games is total fucking bullshit. Uh, but if you have a game that's a single-player game, fucking go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you're not... If you're cheating and it's only cheating your experience of the game that doesn't affect anybody else, I'm totally down. That's fine. You do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Like, The Sims, for example. They're like, here's cheat codes built into the system. And they, like, publish them. They're like, here you go. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Because we're not ruining somebody else's chances at something. Because we're you're playing your own Yeah, if game. you don't have a fair yeah. chance to beat somebody because of yeah. what they have done to the game, then it's yes. like... what? then it's not... It's literally not fair. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that they're taking a stand against it, or whatever. Yeah, you know, and I mean, just kind of expand on modern warfare uh, in general because I actually have been playing it lately. Yes, uh, with my friends and stuff. So that'll be my game played, I guess, this week. Yeah, uh, just to expand on battle royale. It's a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah, it's a lot of okay. fun. Uh, best we've gotten was eighth place. Okay. Uh, we did that yesterday, I think. Because I've heard a lot of obscenities, so I wasn't clear on if you were having fun. <laughs> I mean, it's fun until you die. Okay. Right? Fair enough. It's just one of those games where you kick yourself when you when you fucking like die off something stupid. Because like you can do really well, mm-hmm. like last a long time, and then something stupid happens, or you make the wrong split decision, and then you're just fucking dead. Yeah. And then you're out of the game. So. so that's what the obscenities are about. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so what? this is a little different too, though. They give you like a second chance option, mm-hmm. which I haven't quite figured out how it works because early on, if you die, you go into what they call the gulag and you like basically it's a one-on-one match with somebody else who got eliminated oh. and they give you like a random weapon, but you both have the same weapon. Okay. And you have to like sneak through this. Interesting. And like kill the other person. Before so you, can get, you out. get killed and then you get spawned back into the game. Interesting. 
So that's kind of a cool second chance yeah, option, right? I like that. But I've noticed there's been matches where I've we've gotten fur or further than you know most people. We get to like the you know whatever higher parts of it, and then I die, but I don't get that option to come back because hmm. it, and I have never died yet. So interesting. There's apparently there's got to be a certain point that I don't know how it works, but there's a certain point that it seems that you don't come back or get that option to come back. Right, right. After you, you know, I assume get to like the top X amount of players maybe. Right. I don't know. Okay. But basically you just pick up loot, keep upgrading. You can get loadout drops of the guns that you've made throughout Modern Warfare, you know, versus matches and stuff. Okay. Um. So basically what they did was... I bought Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. okay, and then Warzone is actually a free-to-play game that they released last week, mm-hmm. I think. So it's not technically, it's, it's a part of Modern Warfare in the sense that it works with, like, other stuff in that game mm-hmm. that you buy, but you don't have to own that game in order to play Warzone. Okay. It's a free-to-play game for everybody. Okay. But you can tie your stats and your uh, guns and all that stuff to the war zone. Oh, got it. For use. Well, that's good. So it's a nice little perk. Yeah. Yeah. I assume you can get those guns leveled up through war zone for the loadouts that you can yeah. get, but the guns don't have like any different damage than they would have for other people. Okay. Because again, it's got to be fair. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, as far as like just like versus matches and stuff, there's some issues with spawn points sucking. Like I literally had a match where somebody killed me on the map. I spawned literally like a foot away from where I died. Oh no! And the same guy killed me a second time. And got a double kill. What? That's bullshit. Just from killing me twice in that's, that, such a short period of time. That's bullshit. So, like, they have issues with their spawns and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of game types you can play. I like to be typical with team versus team. I don't like to go, like, do the crazy, like, big scale matches or uh, kill confirm, which is basically, like, you collect their dog tags after you kill them because mm. it's even harder to do that because you're focused on getting that and you'll end up getting killed right running out in the open like that mm-hmm. um they have other matches and stuff gun game is always a fun one but i haven't really played it much on this okay it's it's a fun game for anybody who likes call of duty games it's gotcha graphics are gorgeous campaign uh i'm about halfway through i think maybe more again graphics are gorgeous it's very realistic uh, I know there was some controversial stuff as far as the plot point of the game to people, oh, yeah. but it's a game, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a solid game. I think people should check it out uh, if they care about the story side. If not, stick to the war zone. It's free. Yeah. It's easy to jump into. Uh, you know, There's enough people playing. You don't even have to have friends to play with. You could just get in, no problem. Play with randoms. Um, but communication is really important as far as the Warzone Battle Royale stuff. So, yeah. like, you have to have the ability to talk to the people you're playing with, whether you're, 
you know, friends with them or not, or just mm-hmm. random people. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been, it's been a lot of fun and I'm sure I'm enjoying it more because of the quarantine. So I'm home with friends. Your friends are on again. I'm home playing online with friends. Right. But yeah, I, I would say it's really worth it. It's pretty much the better PUBG in its first person. So. Okay. Um. I still haven't played Fortnite myself, so I can't really argue that, but I feel like they're completely different games, like apples and oranges, you know. One's a colorful, animated Pixar Battle Royale. The other one's a serious, you know, mm-hmm. war <laughs> zone type right. game. So that's all I got from Modern Warfare. I would say uh, if I were going to rate the whole game overall, I'd give it um, I'd give it a four overall. Okay. Uh, for like the... The campaign and multiplayer side. As far as the Warzone, I'll give it a five. Really? Because it's I consider it's own its own thing because it's free to play. So right, I'd give it a five. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, well, I played a number of things, but mainly I got into Ori and the Blind Forest, and. This game, I had no idea it existed until E3 a couple years ago when we played the demo of Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is just recently come out. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this is a cool, this seems like a fun game. And then I never thought about it again because the game was so far off from being released. Uh-huh. And then they started having, then this came on Ori and the Blind Forest, the first game came on Game Pass. Is that why we have it? Yeah, it's on okay. Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Yeah. So, probably to prepare for the release of And the Will of the Wisps, the sequel. Um, so, I finally was like, I need to play this because I really want to play the new one, blah, blah, blah. And I got into it, and I really like it. The graphics are great. It's a fun... It's a, It kind of starts out on, like, a really sad note. <laughs> it's like... But... Yeah, when I first... Because I played a little bit of it. I think you're far, further than I am. But it felt like it was kind of like going to this journey yeah. type tone I'm yeah. Like, yeah i don't know if i'm gonna like this game but then it turned into a platformer yeah and it was more yeah it was yeah it's <laughs> like a platformer gets you to another platformer area it's just it's i like it i think it's really well done i i also hate it at times because yeah. i am it's so fucking hard i'm playing on easy and i'm obviously admittedly not the best gamer but i'm not the worst either so I don't know how the fuck anyone plays this game that's not like an expert at their timing. And and it's this this game is the reason I started to suspect my controller A button is off because I got so frustrated with this game. It also has like a cool like um feature, I guess cool. Uh on I think it's a pause menu or something. It tells you how many times you've respawned. And Okay, I have to check that. I Or maybe I won't. Yeah, you might get you might get really mad because I think I was I don't know what my total percentage into the game was, but I was into the third or fourth area, and you can't. It's kind of one of those things that also frustrates me about games where you have things you can't complete in the first area until you complete something in the second. Yeah, it's very Metroidvania style, and that bothers me. I like to be able to finish it before I move on. Mm -hmm. Um, I've obviously come to terms with it because I've played tons of games, tons of games that do that, but it just it's just that pisses me off in the back of my head. That OCD. Yeah, I'm like, no, I can't leave yet. Um, and then (laughs) it kind of makes it so you can save almost anywhere but there's the places where you really would want to save it you can't save that that's what pisses me off too that's so i rage quit after well it's got like this 
saving feature, which is like a game mechanic. Yes. You make a save point basically when you're ready to make a save point, but it's like based on how much energy or some bullshit. Yeah. I still am not entirely sure how it works, but all I know is it tells you, oh, you can do a save point. And I'm like, sweet, I'll do that. Um, and then you can recharge the save point if you open that ability. I'm still not really sure how that works, but I've been playing, pretending I know how it works. And then I got to this one point where oh, I think I had respawned. 123 times before one spot before i even got to this spot just from random other times dying okay and then i got to this spot and this is where i ended up rage quitting and then i checked my number of respawns before i quit and i want to say it was 170 something so 50 something times in one spot I got so mad because I got across the bottom and then I got up halfway and then the last thing, it's just, ugh, it made me yeah. so mad because I, there, it's like f- five hard things in a row. Yeah, it's a very demanding platformer, yeah. I've noticed. I, like I said, I tried it a little bit. Very same reason was I wanted to play it before I went and started playing yeah. the new one that just came yeah. out in February. Yeah. And I'm not sure I want to sit through it. I, I yeah. <laughs> I came back to it the other day and I like just died very quickly again and I was like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm probably going to go back to just it. Just turned it off and went and played, you know, <laughs> Call of Duty or whatever I played. Yeah, that's why I was laughing at myself because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm furious. I have to relax. And so I turned off and I played The Witcher 3. And I was like, I'm like here killing monsters and like doing like like stuff I would normally find a little bit more stressful. But like mm. after playing that platformer and doing that yeah. one fucking section, because the thing that sucks about it too is like the spot I'm in is I can't go anywhere else. I am stuck there until I make it through those fucking six things that I can't get through. Yeah. So I, because the, the first time and the, like the first and second time I almost rage quit. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go the other direction. I'll go back and do something else. And then I figured out a new skill and then it was fine. But this one, I am literally stuck where I am until I can make myself get through it. And so I was like, fuck this. And so I just went out and turned on The Witcher 3 and I like made a decent amount of progress on it because I was like, I can handle this. I know how to button mash a battle if I have to, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, it's I liked interesting. it though. It's interesting because it's like, it seems like it's a relaxing kind of game, but Not it's very stressful. It's very stressful. I love the art and I like the story. I like where it's going and I, I want to finish it. Do we know what the main character is? No. It's a really cute little dragon-like creature. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a little rat kind of... It kind of reminds me of uh, the in the newer How to Train Your Dragon movie, the white toothless. Yeah, that's yeah. a good call. Yeah. It's a, it's a toothless rat. <laughs> and it's got like lightning powers Gummy. and shit, so. <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Gummy already exists. And... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The, um, the other green character. Yeah. So it's very frustrating at times, even though I'm playing on easy, but I'm probably going to go back to it. I just have to be in the right mindset. And I also might try a different controller <laughs> just to make sure it's not yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Because I found when I was playing The Witcher, I don't know if it was a side effect of having been so frustrated with this game beforehand, but like I found when I was pressing A, it wasn't going as fast as I expected it to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, either something's wrong with me, or I'm like, there's a delay in the A button, or there's a delay in responsiveness in The Witcher game that yeah. I'm not aware of. So I don't know. Pro I want to test it. Uh, uh, tape some weights to your thumb. Yeah. And then it'll push down 
faster because yeah. of all the weight. Right. So right. you know you'll press the A button. Yeah. More quickly than you. Yeah. Normally would. Yeah. Pro tip. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so what would you give it? Or um, if you were to rate what you've played so far, I know you haven't beaten the game. No, I'm nowhere but, near that. But I would, uh, as an impression standpoint, where would you rate the game? I would give it a four. Four? Okay. Yeah. I'd probably give it a three. I don't know if I'd actually go back to it. I might try again, but I kind of feel like I might just go to the next game and just see if yeah. I enjoy that one more. I really need to figure out if I, I just, I just want to get through this one section. <laughs> I might have to look on YouTube and see, like, what I'm missing. Like, if there's mm. a... Because uh, I just... It sucks because, like, you get through half of it and you're like, oh, great. But then I don't have enough energy or whatever to make a new save point. So then yeah. I have to do the whole fucking thing over again. And that kind of shit in video games pisses me off. Yeah. I want to be able to save when I finish something that I took a million times to figure out how to do it before I go on and do some kind of risky bullshit to get myself killed again. Yeah. <sighs> so. I feel you. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm say I'm gonna give it a solid four. I feel like it's probably a really good game. I'm just really bad at it. <laughs> oh, I completely and know I, that I'm the yeah. one at fault for why. <laughs> and I because like I it. hear it's a great game. Yeah, and it's I like only, it. I, I was looking at the achievement setup on it. Apparently, it's less than four hours. You can beat the game if you're, I assume, good. <laughs> I mean, I I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm assuming you have to be good at it to get it done in four hours, but it, it's doable apparently because okay. there's an achievement to do so. Good to know. Um, I just, I don't know. So the fact that it seems like it's potentially a shorter game has me more intrigued to try and finish it, but I just, I'm also at the age where I just don't want to focus too many hours on something that's that right. I'm not enjoying because it's right. hard to do. Yeah. That's you why. Know, that's I, why I eventually. I left. used to be like, I can't play on easy. I gotta play like, which? What's the best difficulty I can get to yeah. without hating the game? You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm gonna try normal. Yeah. If I can't do it, I'm dropping. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I I kind of take a minute to decide. I I because when I first used when I first started playing video games, everything was like easy. What's the easiest level? What's story mode? How how do I do the easiest one possible? And then I like got better, and so I was like, okay, I'll play on normal. But now I'm so glad that I started on easy because I, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's about is it. it for games, right? It is. Okay. Let's get into some TV news. Uh, well, when you're trying to relax from all that stressful Ori in the Blind Forest gameplay. Yeah. You know, when you rage quit. Yeah. You want to relax to something. Mm-hmm. Why don't you watch some HBO? Okay. On the house. Oh, yeah? On the house for everybody. Good to know. 500 hours, actually, to be exact. Free, All right. Free 500 hours of content, uh, both available on HBO Go and on HBO Now. Okay. Uh, yeah. HBO announced this the other day. Uh, they want to provide some entertainment relief to those doing their part to keep everyone safe and healthy in this time of social isolation. Except for those shitty kids. They, yeah. They don't get it. They any. don't deserve it. <laughs> Weren't following the rules. So this started on April 3rd, and it's going to be for a limited time, but they have not said the length of the period for right. free content. Yeah. So I guess just binge it as much as you can yeah. if there's anything you really, really care about. Right. Uh, and obviously this is, I'm sure, a PR ploy as well to get people hooked to want to just continue using HBO. So yeah. you'll use it and be like, oh, I didn't get to finish the show. I better go get another, get a month of it and then... Before you know it, 
you just have HBO. Yeah. And they're over there twirling their mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the one plus side, though, I will say is you don't have to have a subscription. You yeah. You can legitly just go to the app. It'll ask if you want to sign in. Just say, fuck no. Yeah. You stupid cunt. Yeah. I think that's an option. Yeah. Those and then exactly. you just go browse catalog or whatever it is. And then uh, depending which version you have on HBO now, it was easier. It was like a a row that just said free content for blah, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. COVID-19 relief, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It was like straight up labeled so you know everything that's available. Yeah, it says stream for free, no subscription required. And then on Go, it was a little more complicated because that's the first one I actually went to. And mm-hmm. with that one, you go down to a section called collections okay at the very bottom and then they have like categories of like romantic comedies new releases uh you know whatever the fucking yeah movies leaving soon yeah stuff like that and then they have one for this specific thing okay free content or whatever and they're all in there okay uh and so just to name a few things that we suggest yeah um, there's a lot of stuff, but just to name a few things, Barry is a, a TV show that they have. I think there's two seasons of it. It's basically about a guy who's come back from the military, like a, he's a sniper, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, becomes a hitman because it's really all he like feel he can do in the world because he's like so fucked up from all the war he had to like go through and stuff. Yeah. And so he basically becomes like this hitman and it felt like. Very much like a Dexter kind of show, but, mm-hmm. like, he's not a serial killer. Right. <laughs> he's just a paid killer. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I recommend that one. Uh, we, you know, we talked about it last week. McMillions is a documentary series on HBO about the McDonald's Monopoly scandal mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. Well, I guess it was for a long time. Yeah. Leading to that point right, right. of the FBI jumping in and finding it. Uh, and then there's a movie. Detective Pikachu uh, is actually also available within their service. So I would recommend people go watch that one. If but you're looking for a good movie. Uh, you have a pro tip for them, though, right? When you search for it, you have to search for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that was... Yes, you're right. Okay. Just wanted to give that out there because I That's right, because I looked for it and I was like, it. I don't see it here. Those fucking liars. <laughs> was this an April Fool's joke? <laughs> Two days too late? No, you're right. Yeah, it's Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Okay. Uh, so that's how you would find it in the list. Gotcha. But do you have any suggestions? I do. Uh, I mean, definitely watch Silicon Valley if you haven't seen that yet. This is a great chance to do that because that show is hilarious. Um, also, you could check out True Blood if you're into that kind of stuff. And I want to say that I'm not into that kind of stuff and I still watched it and it was really good. I like particularly didn't want to watch True Blood because I was like so fucking irritated with the Twilight situation that was going on. Yeah, it's then. definitely. But it's a little different. And... It was definitely labeled the adult yeah, Twilight. Yeah. But it did come out long before Twilight was a thing. Yeah, and it was 
a million times better. Yeah. Um, and then Veep, which I also want to finish watching. I only watched like I think the first half of the first season, maybe not even that. I think it was a little bit more than half a season, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. Back in the day, whenever it came out. Yeah, so, I never saw that one. So I, I want to check it out, too. I watched True Blood and Silicon Valley. I really enjoy those as well. Yeah. Uh, I have a list of things that I would like to watch, which is probably pretty long, but a couple I just wanted to throw out there. Go for it. So it's, you know, for posterity. Um, Unknown looks like it's going to be good because it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. And he doesn't have a special set of skills, but it's... That we know of. That we know of, yeah. He could be... <laughs> He could be pulling that card out of yeah. his sleeve what, later in the movie. We don't know. Exactly. So that one obviously is right up our alley. Um, I'd like to check out the case against Adnan Saeed, which is the story of the guy behind the serial podcast. Yeah, we, we listened to that podcast. We had and talked it was about, about the watching this and then was, we never made it he happen. He tried for murder for his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it got like fucking weird so crazy. and crazy. Yeah. Um, and then there's I Love You Now Die. It's about the chick who supposedly encouraged her boyfriend to kill himself. Oh, the text message thing? Yes. Where he always committed or claimed he was going to commit suicide and she finally was like one and day she was like, like, fucking do it then or do whatever. It, pussy. Yeah, basically. Um, and this is another random one that you're probably not going to want to watch with me, but Pan. No, I actually saw yeah. that. I was like, oh, I'll check that out. I just saw it because I downloaded Got the app to Johnny see. Johnny Depp as Hook, right? Because Hugh Jackman is Hook. Oh. <laughs> you want to cut that out? We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're twins, I guess. They should do a reboot for the movie Twins. Probably because he looks like Jack Sparrow. I don't know. Yeah, it's Hugh Jackman. Whatever. Close enough. Okay. Yeah, I would like to check out those as well. Um, I do want to note, too, uh, There's these are just a few things on here. They have nine full series, ten documentary series, and a handful of movies all okay. available. So, like, this is just a few of the stuff that's on there. Yeah. Uh, you could just Google HBO free content right now, and you'll <laughs> you'll get the list. There's sites that have the list for yeah, everybody. Yeah, just be careful about the headlines. <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to tell my mom about this. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'll send you the list from a site of like what's on there because she has to manually search for them because mm-hmm. she's doing it through Xfinity and it doesn't allow the app or whatever bullshit without trying to charge her. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Comcast hates people, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I sent her a, li- a link and it, like, what did it say? It was like, the uh, headline was HBO, HBO pulls a Pornhub. <laughs> HBO pulls a Pornhub move or something. In the best way or something like In the like best that. way possible. <laughs> yeah. So meaning giving out free content yeah <laughs> which yeah. i thought was only italy so who knows people okay who knows? maybe pornhub is premium is free now yeah. for for everybody like in all fact over the, the world. podcast is over i gotta go do something yeah um <laughs> gotta cut this episode That's short it for today <laughs> uh okay yeah so that was awkward uh, i yeah. sent that and i was like holy fuck are you kidding me <laughs> Why does it say something about Pornhub to something I sent my mom? That's ridiculous. So I was like, don't mind. Just please don't mind the headline. <laughs> that was not there when I yeah, sent the I link. Yeah, did, I didn't, it wasn't there before. Uh, some other news for you is TNT's releasing the Snowpiercer show early. It was supposed to come out May 31st, but now they're dropping it May 17th. And um, anybody who's not aware of this, it was actually based on the French graphic novel 
I'm not going to try to say that. Latrin's <laughs> personage? No idea. Um, and actually, more likely you know it try. from... I'm going to try it. Okay. La transpassionige. <laughs> sure, sounds great. <laughs> um, more likely you are aware of the story of Snowpiercer from the movie, 2013, by, directed by Bong Joon-ho. Is it Bong Joon or Pong Joon-ho? Oh. Didn't they have like a different pronunciation that we learned during the Oscars? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Bong slash Pong Joon-ho. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did that 2013 adaptation film. Uh, and actually, I was thinking, did you do all the stuff? All the stuff about yes. it? Okay. Uh, and I was thinking, too, actually, I, our only trailer that we were going to talk about later is this fucking show. Oh, yeah. So why don't we just do that right now? Yeah. Just get okay. it out of the way why right not? now. Yeah, let's do Keep it. Keep it cohesive. So, yeah, we watched the trailer for the Snowpiercer TV show on yeah. TNT. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, I liked it. I still, uh, you know... I still couldn't really tell. It seemed like a reboot. Yeah, it, from I got instantly, it was like, oh, so this is just the movie redone. Yeah. Which I guess then is the graphic novel. Yeah. So I don't know if their story goes further than what the movie had ever done, mm-hmm. and they just never did that. With like, I don't know if there was supposed to be like a franchise at some point, and yeah. this never happened. Yeah. So I would assume if this goes past season one, it would have to at the very least be new territory that we haven't seen right unless this is just a new situation in in the canon of snowpiercer but the movie never happened it's possible but i thought there was only the one train but maybe there's many trains. yeah it's just like well like what is it remake versus reboot we just had this discussion You're right that's true <laughs> if basically that happened in that universe but this is a separate story within that universe and what happened in that one is no longer canon if they're gonna go on yeah i, I, I don't, don't know, know. I, who knows Obviously, it's more based off the graphic novel than it would be right. the, the movie. Yes. But it seems interesting. Like, I'm definitely down to check it out. Yeah. I, I mean... Because I, I liked the movie. TNT, I assume that we could find... I feel like that's... Isn't that like a free channel? Well, it's cable. Oh. So. Well, like a basic cable channel is what I meant. Yeah. Like we could probably get it through, uh, like, streaming on the website or something. Right. Yeah. A lot of these channels, too, get out, like... If you watched the episode like recently after they air, they give them out free for on a little their bit app or whatever, on like yeah. the site. Yeah, true. We'll check that out. Yeah, sounds good. I'd say treasure because the it looked good. Okay. It looked like that it was going to be a decent budget and okay. all that kind of stuff. I'd say typical. Like yeah. it, it did look good. You're right. It looked just I'd say very close to the movie. Yeah. Quality. Um. But I feel like because it. It's probably like it was gonna be the same thing. Yeah. It just looks like they've gender swapped some people. Yeah. Uh, assuming it's the same characters. Yeah. Uh, which isn't an issue. It's just like it felt like that was really the only difference mm-hmm. from what I felt the trailer gave out. Right. Uh, impression wise. And like you know they had like a highlight like part like where they put their arm through a hole in the yeah. wall. I'm like I know what that I is. I know what that is. So yeah. like it kind of. La- lost its l- like like it's not as exciting intrigue or for me because it's yeah. like i was like well i already know what these little you know snippets are so i'm gonna go typical for me okay but i will t- check it out if i can yeah okay uh well we have more information from someone we've seen before uh producers of the office 
are creating a new show. Have we seen them? Well, we've seen stuff they've put out before. Oh, no, you're I mean. right. We have seen one of them because they are actually on the show as yeah. well. Yeah. Which I actually learned doing this. Yeah. I didn't realize he was one of the executive producers. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're actually going to be making a new show, kind of um, a, wor- a workplace comedy. I know, weird. Uh, based on working from home conditions, which is uh, specifically a reference to the current COVID-19 crisis where everybody has to work from home. Yeah, so the wording of that, I was wondering if they're actually going to have it based off this thing or if it's going to be a made-up quarantine right. scenario that's implied that it's because it's inspired from this. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they play that out. Um, so executive producers Ben Silverman and Paul Lieberstein are going to start with the office comedy, lose the office, and you're just left with comedy. The math works. <laughs> and that's what according uh, to Lieberstein, Lieberstein said. Yeah. yeah, and he's the one that is actually on the show. I think he plays uh, what's his name, the one that Mike hates. Toby. Toby. Yeah, I think he plays Toby. Um. Spoilers. <laughs> Michael Scott hates Toby. I don't know if you caught that watching the show. Uh, so it's reportedly about a wunderkind boss who, in an effort to ensure his staff's connectedness and productivity, asks them all to virtually interact and work face-to-face all day. So oh. it kind of sounds like it's just him. Yeah. But a different person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm interested. I imagine yeah. they were just like, oh, we should write this, and like, it's this not going to be anything until at least a year. Yeah, who knows? But there's so many things you could do with the whole, like, conference calls from home and, like... Yeah, but I feel like it would be a short-lived show. I feel like they couldn't do more than a couple seasons, because it just feels like... Yeah, but you would you would think... be Because you'd be limited with... Obviously, you wouldn't have a lot of people interacting in the same room, so the jokes would have to be... Uh, based off no contact with each other right right you couldn't like jim putting the stapler in the jello (laughs) jello. wouldn't be a joke and gift wrapping his entire desk and you know like those kind of things wouldn't be in the show true but it would have to be like oh he's playing with settings or something and fucking with somebody else's like yeah putting filters on his video meeting and stuff like when he's trying to talk yeah like that kind of thing yeah or, like, he has, like, virtual, like, access to his computer and he's fucking with them, yeah. True. Like, those kind of things, sure. But, like, I feel like it would be limited to a point. That's true. Well, I'll have to see how it goes. It doesn't seem like it has the uh, staying power for, like, however many millions of seasons The Office yeah. actually had. But... but at the same time, I guess you could argue that with The Office. It felt like yeah. they lost ideas at a certain point and yeah. kind of rehashed the same stuff with new cast members. Yeah, exactly. But speaking about shows that are being written currently, uh, the Kenobi show for Disney Plus, you know how it had all that drama with all of the rumors it was going to be canceled and then problems with the script and all this stuff and then Yeah. And then they like instantly responded saying, No, everything's fine. We're just tweaking some stuff, whatever. Right. So this seems to be what came out of that. Uh, Disney has hired a new writer for the show. Okay. Joby Harold? Joby? How would you say that? 
probably Joby. Joby? Just because Joby sounds weird. <laughs> Your name is Joby. So Joby Harold has been tapped to write the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Okay. Uh, he's taken over the series f- for Hussein Amini. I mean, no wonder he's taking over because the guy's the guy's a meanie from what I hear. Yeah. Nobody likes working with him. Yeah. Uh, and he's left the project. He left the project back in January. It looks like. Uh, and so, Joby Harold is actually new to television writing. He hasn't done it yet. Okay. But he has been a big part of other stuff. So he's done executive produce work for John Wick Three. Underground, which is a Wagon America show. I actually never heard of this, but it seems like it's semi-popular. It's a show? Okay. Uh, Spinning Out, which is a show on Netflix. I mm-hmm. don't know if that's out yet or going to be coming out. Uh, and he's also actually worked on uh, Zack Snyder's film Army of the Dead. And he's been selected to help develop the new take on the Transformers franchise for Paramount. Wow, okay. So he's got... Some experience in movies and shows um, as far as executive producing and then writing for some movies. Right. But as far as writing a show, this is new territory for him. Yeah. So we will see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but it seems hopeful. He's got a couple good things on his list. John Wick 3 was really good. Um. I like the direction they're going with Transformers, so if they picked him, that that's helpful. That means he's got good ideas. I think everybody's excited for, for a Kenobi show, so just a matter of what they decide to do with the character. Yeah. Obviously, they're a very specific chunk of time they would cover between the movies, right? Right. So, we'll see. But, like we thought that it was potentially canceled, it's not. But... Something that is canceled yeah, is the last two episodes of the Fox show Empire, Oh, which I have not watched myself, but I heard it was pretty popular for a while and it's kind of slowly lost its viewer base. Yeah, there's been controversy around some of the actors like the Jesse Smollett and his uh, potentially faking a hate crime or whatever, faking getting mugged. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that happened. That was so weird. So he must have lost his job for the show then, because I, I, the way it sounded in the comments from what I was reading was he's no longer on the show, and yeah, it's taken a, a downhill plot-wise because he had a lot of stuff that was not direct plot, but like side stuff oh, that kind of... Unresolved. Yeah, wasn't, there was no re- resolution to stuff. That makes sense. Um... But the show is actually being canceled, be- well, saying being canceled, but okay, so the situation is obviously Hollywood's on hiatus right now with, right. with the situation in the world. Right. Um, and so the decision was made, instead of doing the last two episodes for the show, they are going to just turn footage from episode 19, which is the last one they were filming, they were about halfway. Mm-hmm. So they're going to manipulate that footage into a season finale. Oh, wow. So they won't actually have the last two episodes uh, that were planned out on the script. 
Um, so they're, it was originally set for 20 episodes for the season and to, to end the series. Instead, they're finishing filming with the 19th episode that they are, what, what they have and splicing it together cohesively to make a finale. God, that's going to be so hard. Yeah, it's going to be weird, right? You're so, ending a whole series and you're ending it early without the footage you expected you would have. Yeah, so it means whatever they had planned for the last episode is just not there. Yeah. Like, they could potentially work the theme of it within the footage, but, yeah. like, overall, they're not going to have that satisfying ending that people want. Yeah. Right? The expected release date for the episode is April 21st. I assume it just comes down to cost. It's not worth it to them. Yeah. To do the, the last couple episodes for a show that they know is ending anyways, and yeah, they everybody. probably are just losing the money off of paying people to not be there anyways right now so they don't want to cut the budget more yeah so i mean that sucks but it's bound to happen i guess and i mean imagine it's gonna happen to other shows too and we kind of saw it happen with the uh, writer strike there was shows that had issues where they like just abruptly ended the season without continuing it and yeah so it's it's a shame to see but i'm sure it's not the first one and the last we'll see right yeah, so they're losing episodes for that show. But potentially, we're gaining one more episode of a show that I think everyone's going to be okay with. Yeah. Tiger King. This came out today, actually. I don't know if this is real or not. Because of the based off who the person saying it is. Right. Makes me feel like it could be complete bullshit. Uh, so Jeff Lowe, anybody who's watched Tiger King on Netflix, the documentary series. Yeah. Anyone who's watched the show knows who this guy is. Him and his wife, Lauren Dropla, uh, sent out a video to a L.A. Dodgers player, which is a baseball team, Justin Turner. And I don't quite understand why they sent it to him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it seemed like he had something to do with a podcast that was related to this. Maybe they just talked about it or they were the podcast that talked about the show before it was a show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but... They sent him a video saying they are recording content for another episode uh, that Netflix will release sometime next week on Tiger, you know, for Tiger King. I assume this is, if this is real, I imagine it's like a update on all of the people involved. Yeah. But it seemed like a very short turnaround time for a week to put an entire episode together. So that tells me... They probably, if this is true, have all the other stuff filmed already and spliced together. And they are just waiting to do his stuff and putting it in. Yeah. Which then they could probably have it done within the week. That's true. Because um, that would all, that's really all it could be, right? Is like an update episode. Like what else would it be? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure everybody's, everybody's excited for this. I'm sure if it's real. Tiger King is the, the number one trending thing in the world right now. Very true. Okay. I, f- I figured it out. Jeff Lowe and Justin Turner became connected after the baseball star mentioned the hit show on his wife, Courtney Turner's podcast, Holding Court. So that's how they became connected. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the fucking show. I know, right? <laughs> 
It seems like any. Not, not that I want Jeff Lowe to talk to me. I know. Me. I'm like, do you try to be I don't really want to associate with him. It seems like he just wants to associate with anyone who wants to give his shit attention. And yeah. if his name's on it, he doesn't care. Obviously. Yeah. He's, it's associated he's with like, oh. a public figure and an LA Dodgers player. So he's like, oh, this is free publicity, right? Yeah. Did, did you hear? I don't know how real this is. So apparently, you know, at the end where he's like, talking about how he wants to get a hot nurse or not nurse, sorry, a hot <laughs> nanny nanny for the for his child in like the show. Mm-hmm. So an uh, Instagram model was asked by somebody, I don't know if it was a friend or a fan or whatever, in a, yeah. in a message thing, if she was really the nanny for them. And she said no. He just paid her to come out for a day in Oklahoma and f- take like a photo shoot. Of, oh, wow. of her with the kid and, st- and them and stuff to look like she's a nanny. Wow. So that's roaming around the internet. I don't know how accurate it is. But the model, the Instagram model is saying this. So, yeah. Or at least said it to somebody who then shared it with the world. So it's just kind of like another example of like, you can't trust this motherfucker. Like why is he lying about something so petty as the like... Who his kid's nanny is. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't I don't get it at all. Kind of feel bad for the wife. Like, why are you with this guy? Yeah, no kidding. I know, it's cool. He He's just trying to have a hot nanny. Not even a real one, just a fake one that he could tell people he has a hot nanny. Yeah. I don't know. People are crazy. So next week, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm excited to see. If it's real, I'm down to get more information on yeah. this shit, but I'm suspect Who? of it. Who would you be okay with talking to us out of this group of tiger people? <laughs> if this scenario happened to us, because we talk about the show, yeah. right? So w- one person from the show could contact us. Who would you want it to be? Oh, fuck. Um, I mean, we've ruled out Jeff Lowe, obviously. Yeah, he's a douche. I'm going to rule out Carol Baskin because I don't want to be killed. Yeah, same. Or I mean, not killed. It's, okay, so wink, it's, wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. So it's if I, ideally, I think talking to actual Joe Exotic would be cool. But since the feasibility of that is minimal, since he's mm, in prison, maybe not. If he's in prison, then he might be more willing to like. He loves talking. That he loves the t- the attention. That's so true. he might be like to kill boredom all yeah. about. Talking to whoever the fuck wants to contact him. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be an interesting conversation. I would probably question my sanity afterwards, but it would be interesting. Yeah. Obviously, he couldn't contact us, so we'd have to contact him. So, Mm -hmm. I guess that would rule him out. Well, if we're speaking realistically, then I think I would want to hear more from one of the wives of Doc Annell. Yeah, that's true. Do you think any of them left him since the, the show because of, like, the, the whole... The <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. the way it... Or, like, they came to their senses, they're like... Oh. Fuck. This does look like a cult. Am I in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> I need to call my dad. Is this weird? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I hope so. Because that whole thing seems wrong yeah, in right? so many ways. I was thinking about it, too, though. They aren't actually all married to him, right? So that means if they left, they wouldn't get any money. No. 
Yeah, so. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Well. I imagine there's probably even going to be a documentary just about that guy by itself at some so. point. I just need to know more information the about The news about him. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for that. And all of the wives that have just, like, left. Oh, right, yeah. They're going to be, like, a whole thing just about them being interviewed. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for news, yeah. TV news. Uh, kind of light on the TV watched, but um, I'm going to quickly go over. I talked about Shameless Season 9 a while back because I had caught up to it on Netflix. Uh, Showtime now currently has, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, 30 days of access, trial, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, during these times. And Season 10 is currently on there. And I think they are... I don't know if season 11 has started yet, but season 11 is a thing, and that's the final season. Okay. I don't know whether it's started filming or if it's already out. It's not on Showtime. Gotcha. But anyway, so I caught up with season 10. It's shameless, you know. Okay. You know, <laughs> speaking of shitty people, Jeff yeah. Lowe. Yeah. Uh, here's some made-up shitty people. As like opposed to IRL shitty people. Yeah. Um... It's it's shameless. Uh, not a whole lot plot wise. Whether than, it's just like nothing really happens where they have any like ongoing plot device for the show. It's just kind of like watching them all do fucking weird, stupid shit. Make bad decisions to like l- get through life. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm so I enjoyed it. It's you know I'm I'm obviously like ten seasons in. So. So it's not like you're just okay on it. Yeah. Like I'm I've. <laughs> emotionally committed to the show whether it's good or bad yeah uh but i would call it um i'd give it i'd give it a three it was fine it was it was more shameless nothing exciting nothing impactful but like i'd give it a three is three shames (laughs) shame 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 Shame. (laughs) that's it no more yeah just three that's it okay uh I'm going to say this separate so you can cut it out if you decide it's a spoiler. Okay. Is it because uh, what's-her-name is not in this season anymore? Or is she in the season still? What do you mean? Is what because of? The just being okay. Like, do you think that the show has gone downhill since she left? No, it's not because she's gone. No, the show's the same with or without her. It's just basically what they did was uh, Debbie, the little sister, is now her character Mm -hmm. role in the show where she's like the mother if you will of the house taking care of all the fucking shit yeah well they'd already made that transition though since she was kind of they kind of did with the last season so yeah yeah no she's just completely gone okay i think they've referenced her like one or two times like very subtly with whatever stuff but Mm -hmm. like she's not any part of the show anymore okay um no it's not because of her it's just i don't know it's just Just usually in in the first seasons of the show like there was like an actual plot right overall arcing plot mm-hmm. that it tied all together right this is just kind of each fucking Craziness. kid or whatever each whatever group of people is that their own fucking shit going on yeah they do have like some communal thing at the like near the end of the season that's you know like whatever pulls at your heartstrings yeah. bullshit but like it's just it's fine okay again they go into like a lot of political like themes stuff of like people like you know debates on 
what is and isn't appropriate in society and yeah stuff like that they cover alcoholism mm-hmm. and drug abuse stuff like that right. with, you know but you see that every season it's right. just who's the character and so yeah yeah it's about which one is in trouble this time yeah okay so it's enjoyable anybody who's watched the show religiously is gonna enjoy it but it's not anything different than it's been right uh well we also watched uh, another stand-up comedy Elisa Schlesinger Elder Millennial it's actually came out in 2018 I think but yeah we finally a- watched it apparently female blonde females on Netflix like to have comedy specials relating to millennials yeah well <laughs> technically Elisa Schlesinger did it first oh right cause she's the elder yeah and because it was 2018, not just recently. So, oh. yeah. Because Taylor Tomlinson was 2019, I think. Uh, yeah. And she's like 25 or and something, right? she's super she's really young. young. Yeah, Elisa's been around for quite a while. Okay. So, I didn't realize this was an older thing. I thought this was, like, new. No, she has a newer one, which we now have to watch. Because if you liked it, then yeah, it I was, have a lot more things from her. I enjoyed it. I was, it was entertaining. I get... Yeah. I like how she did stuff with her jokes where she... Pretty much made fun of everybody. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, one group of people. Yeah. I agree. Like, she attacked and defended men, if you will. Yeah. Because she <laughs> proclaims herself a feminist, so mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting, the jokes she had, but then she'd actually, like, also defend men in some mm-hmm. of the jokes, too. Yeah. She's just straight up, basically. She, she seems to be, she makes fun of everyone, I think. Yeah. Because no matter how far you are on one side of an issue, when you're a comedian, usually you can find a way to make fun of both sides. Because that's the way to do it. If you don't understand both sides, then you can't yeah. make the best comedy out of it. If you can't make them all laugh, make them all hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutes. Yeah. She's obviously a Sith Lord. Yeah. Must be. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, so you enjoyed it then? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, she was entertaining. And I know she's getting a TV show on Netflix, which is going to be, like, more... A sketch show, yeah. Yeah, a sketch. Yeah, it's out which, already, I think. Actually, I think it's how I even came about learning about her, because yeah. I, I saw something about her show. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I better check her stand-up, because that was interesting looking. So, yeah, I watched a stand-up of hers from several years ago, and I enjoyed it. But and I remember hearing about the Elder Millennial one, and I never ended up watching it. So I'm glad we finally watched it. And I, I think it would be a good idea to check out her other ones, too, because she's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I'm at least interested to find out what yeah. else she's done. Like I said, I was interested in the show, so... Yeah. Maybe we'll watch um, that and put it on another episode. Out of the millennials, I'd say she's the better one. Mm-hmm. Clearly because she has more experience being an elder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, And it was like, what, an hour? I think, yeah, something like that. It, it wasn't very long. No. Um, And she had like this whole military theme because it was actually on like a boat right yeah it was like a military ship that's like a navy ship or something yeah so that was interesting Mm -hmm. it was a nice like background that you don't usually see with you know stand up you just see a curtain yeah or a brick wall yeah no you're seeing like historical military planes right (laughs) yeah so what would you give it then what did you give it uh i don't remember but if i didn't (laughs) I would give it a five. Okay. 
I'll give it a three. I it was fine. I'm interested. Okay. I'll just, like I'll watch something else of hers, but like it didn't grab me a lot with okay. like like her jokes were pretty typical, I would say, for what you expect out of like the themes that she was going for, you know. Gotcha. Like, the way men are, the way women are. You know, like she had a very yeah. typical topics, mm. I'd say. I see. So it wasn't necessarily so much you didn't hear those jokes before. It was just her execution was more the the sell for it, I guess. Gotcha. But at the very least, check out the show. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that it? Yeah, I think so. That's it for what we watched. I don't know how that's possible. I feel like we've done nothing but watch TV, but I think we've been playing a lot of games. Yeah, well, okay. I have also <laughs> watched... That's true, right? Between working on stuff and games and stuff like that. It feels like we haven't watched much, but like I've been watching other shows, but like I'm trying to finish them before I talk about them. Ah, right, right. I've been watching other stuff too, but and I'm not ever planning on talking about it because they're super fucking old and it doesn't matter. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well. But anyway, so let's move on to movie news. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. All right. First thing on the agenda, Ant-Man 3 might have a new writer or a writer. Jeff Loveness, a uh, writer and co-producer on Rick and Morty, has actually uh, been discussed to be uh, tapped to pen the script for the third installment of Marvel Studios' Ant-Man. I think he's official. I think he actually is. Yeah, I think it's official too, but I, they haven't announced it yet, out loud. So, yeah. But like, it seems that it's a thing that it's happened. It's just they haven't announced that it's happened. Okay. So it's not uh, as far as I'm con- yeah. as far as I'm aware, he was signed on like days before Hollywood went into a okay, you know, shut down hibernation. Basically. Yeah, yeah. My understanding was that it was official as well, but it hasn't been officially announced. So yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, Peyton Reed, who had directed the previous two installments, is back as director, and he closed his deal last fall. So. That's what we've got so far on Ant-Man. Yeah, I mean, it's good to keep him. He's done well with the movies. I like. I think Ant-Man is one of the underrated characters. Absolutely. Franchises. For yeah, this. I really liked those movies. So I think getting Rick and Morty personality into this, I think, is going to work really well. Because yeah, of like, I think that's such a good choice. Because of Paul Rudd's humor mm-hmm. and the way that like they could do like the. I'm assuming time travel might be involved. I would imagine. <laughs> they have somebody who does a lot of writing like that. Yeah. And I'm assuming that maybe that's going to be a plot point to an extent. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to see his writing without Rick and Morty's voices because I really enjoy yeah. some of the humor in that show, but I don't watch it regularly because their voices drive me absolutely bonkers. Like, yeah, If that's they had true. different voices, I would watch it more. That's true. I, um... I've been wanting to watch the show. Like we've seen some of it, yeah, because we've had friends seen episodes wa- watch over the it years. when we've been. And some of it, it's it's not that it's not funny. It's just that my ears are bleeding. <laughs> so, <laughs> at the very least, we're gonna hopefully get like a pickle ant, you know, <laughs> pickle ant, pickle ant man. I, hope I don't not. know. Okay. Well, I mean, we also have some more Marvel news. If uh, that's it for Ant Man. Yeah, that was it. I know that was kind of small news. Okay. <laughs> but we have some bigger news. Do we? Yeah. Not quite giant news. Okay. Uh, Marvel actually replaces uh, the composer for Black Widow. 
What? Yeah, they replaced. This late? Yeah. Okay. They have replaced Alexander Desplat uh, in post production for Black Widow uh, with the composer Lorne Balf. Balf? I think it's Balfay. Balfay? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> it's B A L F E. Yeah. If you'd like to educate us on the pronunciation of these possibly French names, please write us at dtfpod at gmail.com. Uh, well, he's actually Scottish, if I'm correct. Oh, well, then I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> but I did say possibly French. Yeah. So. I think I put in that he was a Scottish person, and I was like, why am I saying this? This is not even important. Like, who cares? <laughs> this isn't relevant. Yeah. <laughs> he's replacing for the composing of the movie, which I mean, I kind of... How like do you he... do that so late? Well, I, okay, here's what I think happened. Here's my thought. Okay, they weren't going to, something tells me that they probably wanted to, but they weren't going to because of the deadline issue. But now shit's getting delayed and they're like, well, we kind of have time now probably to do this. So that is my suspicion of what happened is they decided that they could Mm -hmm. swap out composers and get what they want in there. That's interesting. With the deadline they now have. Right. Uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes. Uh, but for this, uh, anybody who is unfamiliar with him, uh, the work he's been on is Mission Impossible Fallout, Bad Boys for Life, which is the newest one. Well, both of those are the newest of those franchises. Lego Batman. So he's in enemy territory here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also worked on collaboration stuff. Like, he's contributed to work for Hans Zimmer, which is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Uh, on The Dark Knight, Inception, and Rush. And then there was, like, other movies. But mm-hmm. those are the bigger ones. But this also is not his first Marvel movie. He's also contributed to Iron Man, uh, the you know first movie that okay. started the MCU. That's pretty cool. Uh, so he contributed in that one as well. As far as if anyone's interested in what Alexander Desplat has done, even though he's not relevant now, uh, he's an Oscar winner, and he worked on Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows 1 and 2, Grand Budapest Hotel, and he's he was actually also replaced on Rogue One during uh, their reshoots for that That's film. That's interesting. So it makes him wonder if maybe he just doesn't play well. Maybe he's just like when he gets an idea and if the people in charge don't like it, he's like not budging. And so they're like, well, you're out then. Yeah. It's just another creative differences. Could be. Although it's literally what would be that. Literally creative differences instead of a bullshit <laughs> reason like it usually is. That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they both sound like they're pretty decent. Uh you know, backlog of what they've worked on. Yeah, so they both got I, a pretty good resume. I guess it just depends on what Marvel's looking for as far as where they want the feel of the movie to be, you know, right. the tone. So obviously it wasn't working with what they had, and they chose that they had the option to, to fix that now. Mm-hmm. But they fixed a lot of things now. Yeah. Not just who's going to be composing their movies. Yeah. They're now replacing... The release dates of their movies. Yeah. Along with composers. This is, this is the giant news. Yeah. This is the giant news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, starting off with Black Widow. Obviously, since that's the one that was going to start off Phase 4, 
Uh, it was originally set for May 1st of this year, and it's now going to be November 6th of this year. Uh, and that was the place of the Eternals movie. Mm-hmm. So basically what they're doing, it looks like, is they're just shifting a delay each yeah, release date they already down. had for movies. So Black Widow's taking the Eternals spot. Eternals is now going to be taking Shang-Chi's spot, uh, which... It originally had a November 6th, as we just said, and now it's going to be February 12th of next year, 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is now going to be May 7th of next year, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, was set for May 7th and is now going to be November 5th of 2021. Uh, And then... Of course, Thor was originally going to be in that November slot. So Thor Love and Thunder is now going to be set for February 28th, 2022. Ugh, that's so far So we away. have a long wait. I mean, we already did, but yeah. now we have an even longer wait for Thor. Uh, and then this I thought was interesting. Black Panther 2 is set for May 8th. 2022 it looks like it hasn't changed because it was so far off they didn't really have any impact on this film yeah uh what i'm surprised though is why isn't black panther 2 in the february slot yeah that's a good point because that's where it was for the first film and it tied into black history month right so you think they would go for that again yeah that would be logical I guess they decided that it's not necessary because yeah. it's already been a developed and, you know, established character now. Yeah, maybe. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we obviously don't even have a release. Uh, like, we don't have a title for Black Panther 2, let alone a plot or yeah. villain or anything. We know nothing about that. Yeah. It's like the Jon Snow of the MCU. <laughs> well, we're the Jon Snow. Oh, right. <laughs> we're the Jon Snow of the... MCU. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Captain Marvel 2. Uh, actually, something weird kind of happened with this one. So they had an unannounced film set for July 29th of 2022. Mm-hmm. They have moved that slot up to July 8th, 2022. And now it's going to be Captain Marvel 2 as that movie. Okay. So I'm assuming this untitled movie is now going to be pushed back, assuming it was something else. Right. The whole time. So, I mean, we have movies set up through mid-2022 now. Yeah. Uh, it just sucks because now everybody has to wait longer. I was all amped and ready for Black Widow. Now I have to wait I know. <laughs> more time. I'm super bummed about that one. I was finally getting excited about it. Yeah, especially since they just released their final trailer. Yeah. You know, so their marketing is all fucked on that. Yeah. I don't know. Are they going to release a new one now? Are they going to make another trailer to, like, try and keep people amped up for that? Like, and release it, you know, October? Yeah. We'll see. Um, And I would like to note, too, uh, there was no mention as far as the rescheduling of Spider-Man 3 which is a Sony film. It's Step Marvel, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's considered Marvel because it's now in the it's in the universe, but it is Sony, so it's presumed that that's still 
in its release date unless Sony has changed that, which I don't think they have as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would imagine they're in control of that decision. So I assume Marvel doesn't have the option to change it if they even wanted to. Right. Uh, and there was also no mention of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Okay. Which everybody was worried, like, oh, well, if you delay this, is it going to affect the show and that show and how much? Because, you know, Feige had said they are all tied together now. Yeah. Shows and movies will all be a part of the same universe. Right. So, presumably, there's nothing in the first shows that really impact each, the movies, at least how they're released, yeah. to affect anything negatively. Uh, otherwise, we'll be hearing about delays on those shows at some point, right? Yeah. It is possible they just didn't want to give out the bad news all at once like that. True. And then there was actually some other Disney changes that are not MCU related, but same concept. They're they're right. bouncing releases around. Yeah. Uh, Artemis Fowl, that trailer we had talked about a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, this is the biggest change. They actually dropped its theatrical release Uh I actually found out, too. I didn't know this. It was originally set for August 9th of last year in theaters. I see. And they changed that to May 29th of this year. But now they just dropped the, the theater like, release, it, it's and happening. it's going to Disney Plus now. <laughs> but they don't have a release date for it yet. They're just, gonna, they're just like, we're not going to theatrical release. So anymore. at some point, I would imagine, I would say probably by July, you should probably see that movie drop on probably, Disney Plus. Yeah. I would agree. So that was a big shock, and it's like not something I would probably have watched, but like I might check it out now if it's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then as far as some other movies that are just getting theatrical changes, uh, Mulan, which was going to be released before Black Widow in March, is now going to get a July twenty fourth of this year release. Jungle Cruise with Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt is now going to get a entire year delay. More wow. than a year. Jesus, wow. It's going to go all the way to July 30th of 2021. Okay. And I think it was set for July of this year. Or June of this year, I think. Gotcha. Indiana Jones 5 was going to have a July 9th, 2021 release, and it's now getting a July 29th, 2022. So that's wow. another year delay. And then Free Guy, which is the Ryan Reynolds the video, game video game. July 2020 was its release schedule. And now it's going to be delayed to December 11th, 2020. So not too bad. Mm. It's, that one's not terrible. And that's probably one of the ones I was looking forward to the most out of those movies that are not in the MCU. Right, I agree. That one might, um, you know, go, getting bumped to December might work out in our favor. Maybe we could go see it with her, with your friends in the Bay. If we, if, assuming she's yeah, back that's to normal, true. we yeah, can go I, together. That's what I'm like. I, <laughs> I mean, I know it's so far away, but I was like, yeah. is there a possibility that we're going to all have a very lonely Christmas? I don't is know. Is Christmas going to be very depressing is for Christmas the world? Is Christmas canceled this year? <laughs> I feel bad for um, a lot of... Uh, some of my relatives are actually practicing Jews, and so they're doing Seder is coming up, and then there's Easter coming up as well. And so the Seder is like a big, it's a big thing, like mm-hmm. Christmas, basically. Um, and so there's like little things online, like how to practice a socially distanced Seder, and like yeah. people are posting Is that tips where they eat stuff. artichoke 
with mayonnaise and they just scrape the leaves in their teeth. Ew, what? It's like an Easter type thing, but like I thought it was like a Jewish thing. No. Okay. Well, not that I'm my aware grandparents of. when I was young brought me to some fucking random ass event with a bunch of people I didn't know. Oh. And like they had. This is why I hate artichokes. Uh huh. In case you didn't know. Okay. They had like these giant bowls full of mayonnaise. Uh huh. And then they had all these artichokes, like the leaves. Uh huh. And then you would, they would just smear them in mayonnaise. Bite down on them and then just scrape the mayonnaise and whatever the fucking gross shit on the leaves. Just scrape it onto the, like their teeth. <laughs> I mean, the general mechanism of eating an artichoke is not incorrect, okay. but I don't. People dip them aren't in like mayonnaise. seeing the motion I'm making, but like no. it's I, fucking... everyone who eats artichokes knows what you're talking about, okay. and that's how you eat artichokes. But you don't always dip them in mayonnaise. I dip them in lemon butter. I think it's delicious. Okay. But well. like Justine uses mayonnaise. It's just a thing. People like mayonnaise. But I don't think that's a Jewish thing that I know of. Okay, well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't, because as far as I'm aware, it wasn't an actual Easter thing, but it was around Easter. It could have been Seder, but it could have just been they, as a family, chose to eat that. Not that it's like a Jewish oh, food. Oh, so they're just sick fucks as a family <laughs> is what you're saying? Because there's like special foods that you have. I think matzo ball soup is one of them, if I'm correct. I don't know. There's special like jewish food but i don't think artichokes are considered like a special jewish food (laughs) i really like matzo balls yeah we had it in chicago yeah if all that was jewish food then i guess i just like jewish you like jewish food the only thing about jewish food you didn't like probably is there are sauerkraut on some things not on my stuff not on yours no (laughs) the only thing that was a big ass gimmick waste of fucking money was the um soda the soda fountain thing what do they fucking call that uh shit what do they call it again it had like a it had a fancy name yeah which was basically just give me your money and i'm gonna burn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was basically like just throw some f- flavoring into like slightly carbonated water and then call it like an old-fashioned soda yeah yeah it's like if this is old-fashioned soda then it's they're they're sort of sucked yeah <laughs> and there was um, no refills no that was trash there's no reason there's and it was a tiny ass little glass yeah that was ridiculous it was basically like a double shot yeah okay so back to the matter at hand <laughs> i do have another couple of delay announcements uh paramount actually shifted their releases for a couple things coming up Top Gun Maverick was originally set for June 24th of this year, and they're pushing it back to December 23rd. Okay. Um, and A Quiet Place 2 was originally set for March 20th of this year, and they're pushing it back to September 4th. Okay. That, yeah, that I didn't really care about. Reasonable. I didn't care about Top Gun. No, me neither. Um, but A Quiet Place 2, obviously, I cared about. Yeah, absolutely. And then Hobson Shaw 2, I care about, which is the next story. Yeah. So, speaking of Emily Blunt and. Dwayne Johnson, huh? Back to back there. Uh, so he's confirms Hobbs and Shaw too uh, in a recent Instagram Q and A that he does. He does a lot of like live yeah. Q and As on Instagram. He's like, he's a treasure. Like yeah. right? Yeah. If I'm gonna have a man crush, it's it's definitely gonna be on Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, that's fair. Like he's such like a like a like a loving person. Like I feel like it's impossible to find somebody who doesn't like him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, like, so friendly and always 
just it just seems like his heart's there yeah. for like that's the true. fan base it's not yeah. just like money to him yeah definitely uh and like so he confirmed that Hobbs and Shaw 2 is a thing obviously I mean anyone expected that right right and it was just obviously very vague about it he he said we are developing now the next next film uh the next Hobbs and Shaw movie and I'm pretty excited about it we just got to figure out the creative right now and the direction we're going to go. So basically, it's a thing. It's, We've done nothing with it yet. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it, but we don't know exactly what we're doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> we know the title is going to be Hobbs and Shaw 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it said that Ryan Reynolds uh, is planned to return, which he better fucking be. Yeah. And I hope he's actually a, like a main character. Yeah, it'd be nice if he's actually in it. In it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, as we've established with the quote, uh, there's no creative concept yet. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be anytime soon. Right. Especially with everything being at a standstill. But I'm definitely looking forward to that. Right. Uh, and for anybody who hasn't checked out Hobbs and Shaw 1, go check it out. It's yeah. a really good movie. Uh, and I actually wrote a review you could check out for that film on ClassyCatDead.com. And it's actually a Rotten Tomato verified critic review. So nice. I had an impact on the fresh meter or whatever they call it these days. <laughs> Tomato meter. Tomato meter. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's called fresh. Yeah, fresh. If or... it's seventy percent or higher, they call it fresh, right? Yes. Or if it's a hundred percent, they call it certified fresh or something like that. Yeah. Organic, or was that a joke that you had? Yeah, it's not a thing. They oh, don't do I that. I thought it was a joke. Okay. I probably said that at one point. Yeah, in you're my like life. it's an organic tomato about yeah. something. I can't remember what it was. I probably made that joke. <laughs> they All call right. those cat dad jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so South by Southwest, the film festival, actually has re- has been reworked into an online festival, which is kinda cool. It's it was one of the first events to be cancelled last month in the whole coronavirus hubbub. Uh, South by Southwest and Amazon Prime will present the film festival collection on um, Amazon Prime. For It's going to be for filmmakers who are in this year's South by Southwest lineup. And it'll be a one-time event exclusive to Amazon Prime for 10 days. Um, the films will be available to everyone around the country and no Amazon Prime needed just to access the app with an account. So you have to have an Amazon account, but not Prime, to get to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and um, most people should have that on a TV or some yeah, device. Yeah, somebody's out. Yeah. Uh, and then there's no official date yet, but they did say they're aiming for late April. Okay. That's so basically they're going to put out movies for free? Yes. They're going to make or the movies. Or is it they're putting them out, but you have to pay f- to see the movies? No. But the, f- the access is for everybody. Uh, Film Festival Collection. I think they're, from my understanding, is that they are free. Yeah, it sounds like it's free for everybody to just yeah, watch these Yeah, it seems movies. like it. Which then, I mean, not to be like the person with the glasses half empty, but like, if you were to have had a, paid for a ticket to this event, and then you hear this now, that might fucking piss somebody off. Yeah. Right? True. Like, well, I was going to have to have paid for it, and because of the pandemic, now everybody gets to see it? Yeah. Yeah, it says free to all audiences around the country. Cool. The country will be available to, uh, in okay. The one-time event will be available in the front of the Prime Video paywall. So, with or without an Amazon Prime membership, all you need is a free Amazon account. Okay. Okay. 
verified. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be... Um, well, there was something about a director fee or something. It said something about the directors will get a fee or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they're... I'm gonna... assuming it's saying that they're going to get money out of it. Yeah. It's just a special deal they're doing because of the whole coronavirus situation. I get what you're saying, like being like, oh, well, now that there's a fucking global pandemic, everybody gets it for free, but I had to pay for it. But <laughs> I get that. But I think it's nice that they're doing it anyway. Oh, it's definitely nice. Yeah. And I'm excited because I <laughs> yeah. wasn't going to and XSSW. I was, I'm assuming that they refunded people's tickets as well. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. did. They would have most to. Most people are doing, most things are doing that. Or at the very least, you get to go to the next one. Like, you right. Know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm hoping that I can watch a lot of these. Yeah. Like, assuming that they are something I care to watch or. Yeah. Like, I don't really know much about the XSSW uh, event, but, like, are they bigger movies or are they more, like, indie small films? I think it's somewhere between, like, Sunset and, and like, a big one. Okay, so they are potential things that would have been in theaters then. I think so, yeah. Like, a year or two later. I know. Some <laughs> okay, of, that some, seems that's how it works. Some of the movies that we've sh- talked about, I'll go and I'll look at stuff and they're like, oh, it originally came out in this film festival this mm-hmm. year but it didn't come out till the following year in real in real theaters yeah. for public consumption so it's one of those type things as far as i'm aware okay i don't know very much about it all i know is what research i did about that thing yeah. we talked about when it was canceled <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's really exciting for people yeah. to, to be able to watch the movies so yeah late april so a couple weeks from now yeah we will all be able to potentially watch 10 movies for yeah. free yeah. On Amazon. Well, it's good to see that they're moving onward with what the festival was supposed to be yeah. in an online capacity. True. You know what else is moving onward? What else is? The new Pixar movie. Yeah. Onward. Oh, you don't not, say. Not to be mistaken for inward. <laughs> not to be the, True. The adult True. Pixar Yeah, not inward. Film <laughs> that you... Uh, Reference last week. Yeah. I don't know why that was so funny to me. Um, okay. Yeah, we did watch Onward today, actually. And it, um, we'll give you guys some stats. We had an 87. Obviously, this dropped April 3rd, right? So this just barely dropped. On Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. But it was it in theaters. It was in theater for, like a, I feel like, a week before a week. theaters closed. And then they dropped it two weeks ago for rental for twenty dollars. Right. So okay. people had the option to see this before. Okay. But now it's on Disney Plus. Okay. I just wanted to preface this with that information because it has a pretty damn good rating. Uh, it has an eighty-seven percent tomato meter and ninety-five percent audience score as of today, um, and I think that's pretty impressive. So I don't know if it's a a quality uh, or a side effect of most people that have seen it wanted to see it and went out of their way to see it. Probably what it was. There's um, probably a small population of people yeah. who whatever rated this yeah. film. Yeah. On so Rotten Tomato. Either way, I, I mean, I thought I liked it, so I'm glad it has a good rating, and I'm sure it'll fall over time, just like they usually do. But yeah. Um, the basic premise of this one is, uh, in case anybody hasn't seen the trailer and doesn't know, two um, Elven brothers embark on a quest to bring their father back. For one day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, they did a spell. Yeah. On ac- on accident, it seems, based off the trailer. Yeah. This is non-spoilery. Yeah. Kind of, it's a road trip bonding mm-hmm. film for yes. 
these brothers uh, who are pretty much opposite ends of personalities and coming together to like realize what their relationship really is and yeah um like what they've missed out on without having their father around for so many years and yeah it's a nice touching film yes uh i really enjoyed it uh let's get into the cast members though yeah uh tom holland played ian who was the main character he's the spindly one and chris pratt played barley <laughs> a very common name yeah <laughs> i like also that his brother's name is ian which is totally a normal name yeah and then you have barley yeah um he was the older brother and um julia louis dreyfus as laurel lightfoot who was their mom their last name was lightfoot and um the other really big part in this probably was Octavia Spencer was the manticore, which was pretty cool. I'm not quite sure who Octavia Spencer is. Um, That's a very insane name. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in that like creepy movie. Yeah, where, where she she's was, like, like buying alcohol. She's like buying alcohol yes. for like teenagers. Teens, yeah. <laughs> and then like mentally harassing them. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She won, I think she won an award for The Help possibly yeah i know she's she's been in some pretty big movies yeah. she's always like a supporting character i feel like yeah okay i didn't realize that was her yep so what did you think of it like you you liked it it seems i did yeah it was like you said it was very touching at some and some points there i thought um i was kind of bummed because i because the premise of the movie is that Back in the, like, long time ago, it was, like, a fantasy world, and you see all these, like, fairies and pixies and unicorns and blah 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 mm-hmm. Like, everything you can think of that was in a fantasy world in ever in any book that you've heard of. And then now, uh, because magic was hard, people were like, let's just invent things. <laughs> so, science came about, and then they have electricity and cars and buses and all that. And so they have, like, a normal, current-day, almost, society but then they're still elves and pixies and unicorns and just they're well role... those are the races yeah yeah no i know so people don't exist i know i'm i'm just saying that it's interesting to see uh, how the role of each type of species has morphed over time in this like modernized oh, yeah, society yeah. um yeah they played really well with like species whatever mm-hmm. and like what kind of jobs they would have yeah. or like yeah yeah, I, I really enjoyed some of the jokes they had. Like, they had a a, a toll booth on a freeway, and <laughs> yeah. the, the trolls were the ones who were yeah. working the booths to, to take the money. Yep. You have to pay the troll toll. <laughs> so, I mean, I enjoyed it. I What I was saying is I was a little bummed out because I wanted to see more of that world. Yeah, I would agree. I It felt to me like... A missed opportunity in that sense of like playing off of the whole what has changed in the world yeah with what they used to have you know they had like the unicorns were like basically basically scavengers yeah like they were like basically raccoons and they were basically just like two little small jokes in the very beginning and the very end it Mm -hmm. wasn't even a very big part of it like the trailer kind of made me feel like that was going to be me too more in the plot but mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. Like i that's the only that's so that's the only part i think i was yeah. kind of disappointed in they had like a lot of jokes that were like really clever i thought with like 
tying in magic to things. And yeah. So overall, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was more, they played it safe, I feel like, more with this than they do with it, most of their Pixar films. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was more uh, of a small scale story too. Like I, I, I kind of say this, I think a lot, but like I didn't know where it was going to go. But it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, but I would say I think that Tom Holland and Chris Pratt both did really well with their, like, like you could kind of tell, too, like, they really, like, stage performed their yeah. lines. Yeah. Especially with, like, Barley's character. He's right. very, like, you know, essentially he's a and d Right. A nerd. Yeah. Which is, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, wait, so... They are these classes yeah, of creatures yeah. and pe- whatever the the species, but right. like, but they still then have they D&D. play it with inside their own <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah, well, it's just like in Skyrim, you can be a human if you want, or you can be someone with a cat head. <laughs> I mean, that's news to me. I didn't know you could be a cat person. You didn't? Yeah, I told you that when I got it. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, I think it's on HBO for the free. Uh, thing. Isn't that? There's a movie called Cat People. Oh, really? It's like a early 90s, like, or it might have been 80s. Either way, it Older movie. Great. It sounds great. <laughs> uh, about, like, a guy and a girl who, it's like a horror film. What? Horror thriller. Now I'm... And they, like, turn into cats for some reason. No. And, like, I don't... It's it's fucking crazy. I mean, I, we have to watch okay, it. Okay, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sorry. Side note, side note. Not at all part of Onward. Not at all. Uh, But yeah, so basically this was like a road, a brotherly bonding road trip film. Yeah. Is really what this was, right? Yeah. Very small cast. Um, You know, they they make their stops and they interact with different characters. Mm -hmm. You know, they have like the fairy bikers, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And really funny how they had like. 20 fairies whatever that like are controlling the, the motorcycle yeah i think they were pixies what okay my bad pixies well, they would probably get pissed if you call i mean fairies. they were they had yeah. anger problems <laughs> they did have anger problems <laughs> that's like little man syndrome if there ever was it yeah that's really what they had yeah right uh and then you know it just, they, they really played well with like characters you know the the mom's boyfriend is like a. What do they call those? Centaur. A centaur, thank you. Yeah. I was thinking Minotaur. Like, no, I was that's like, the other a one. Cop? Yeah. <laughs> Fuzz. He wasn't a pig. <laughs> yeah, a centaur. Uh, so like, I really like how they played that whole aspect, and yeah, they did stuff too, like dialogue where you're like, yeah, okay, I, it's very clear that you're setting up something for later on. Which, of course, they always paid off with that at some point. Yeah. And so those kind of things were predictable. Right. But I think, overall, it was a a simpler Pixar film. Mm -hmm. Not as much depth as I feel most of them have had, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think, overall, people are going to enjoy this film. Yeah. It's touching. It's, you know, lighthearted. Yeah. It's definitely a child lost in their you know their identity and like what you know who they are as a person right. and growing and it's very much that cliche yeah concept of finding their place in the world yeah but it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. um a lot shorter than i thought it would be a lot of questions i have personally for 
stuff that happened at the end that they didn't really touch on. And I'm like, finish the fucking story. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, you're not done. Yeah. Don't you rewind those credits. You're not done. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they are. So, but I have a feeling, I think one of, I know one of your questions and I think that they could potentially be setting up another film in this. I would imagine so, yeah. but they didn't establish that. No, but it's fairly clear. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, I, I'm hoping, this is my hope for it, that it's not a sequel to this story, but another separate entirely story uh, in this universe. Okay. Okay. I think that would be cool. That would be cool to see. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not entirely separate, but tangentially related, rather than, like, the same characters. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. That's my hope for it. Yeah. But solid acting. Yeah, I really enjoyed definitely. it. Um, the comedy was there. Not as much as I'd like, but it was there. Yeah. It was interesting to see, like, kind of what they did with, like, certain animals and stuff, as like far as, like, how they evolved within the society and yeah. stuff. And um, it kind of reminded me of, like, a Flintstones, but, like, medieval Okay, I can see that. Right? Yeah. Which I also think it would have been cool if they had people, because they didn't really have real, like, normal humans. They had, right. I guess you could say people, but they didn't have humans, which I thought was odd. Well, generally speaking, if you have humans and some other species, the other species dies off. So. Okay. And when you're speaking. It's getting dark here. Well, I'm just. It's getting I'm, dark. I'm just saying that's how it's usually represented in fantastic, or, like, movies like that. Okay. Where, they could have just made it all like or, everybody's or happy. universes like that yeah. where this the humans end up taking over yeah. basically. And really there was no true antagonist in this film. It was just about them yeah doing their thing. Yeah. Um time then, time was the antagonist. I, I there you go. I guess yeah. time was. Yeah. It was not on their side. <laughs> it was not. Um but it was really fun, lighthearted. Yeah. Uh I liked the the way they played with the the fathers like legs, yeah, you know, and that's all in the trailers. There's nothing yeah, that we're spoiling. Not yeah, um, basically, they don't finish the spell, and then they have half of a dad, right? That they have to finish the spell by doing this side quest task to, mm -hmm. by a certain time. Yes. Yeah, it's just a really fun movie. Yeah, I um, recommend it. It kind of wants me to go back and watch some of the other Pixar movies I haven't watched yet. I know, like the Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Wasn't perceived as highly as, you know, most of their stuff. Um, that's on Disney Plus. So I'll probably go check out that one. Kind of expecting the same concept. Probably like more of like a smaller story. Yeah. Not as like big scale. Like, what's that one too we haven't watched? Uh, no, it's like all like the emotions. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I want to see that one too. Oh, Inside? No. Inside Out. Inside Out? Inside Out. Yeah. Because Inside is a game. Yeah. I was like, no, that's definitely not it. <laughs> inside Out. Yes, Inside I Out. I hear good things about that one, and I have yeah, not I've watched that. Yeah, I've heard it's that. really good, so but I've heard it also makes one. you cry, so we have to watch a comedy afterwards. Yeah, well, I mean, this one almost made me cry. Yeah, so, true, fair. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I was getting a little I like... I did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's why when you say it lighthearted, I'm like, well, I mean, it was a little bit heavy at some points, but yeah. it was like, you get over it, because it's a happy story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was getting it's a emotional. little emotional, but, yeah. like, I was able to, like, keep it in. Yeah. I was like, stay strong. The yeah. cats are watching. <laughs> yeah. Don't show weakness around your cats. Yeah. They'll never respect you as a cat dad. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, I. So, what would you give it? Rate this. Rate this bitch. Uh, I will give it a four. Four. Unicorns. Unicorns. Okay. Yeah, I would probably have to go four. I feel like it could have been more, but mm-hmm. it was a nice, safe Pixar film. Yes. And I know that they've had issues with like sequels in the past for like cars and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's nice to see them just do something new. Yeah. And of course, because it's new, they probably were playing safer so that they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad though because this film is going to lose money. Yeah, it is. Because of this situation with the pandemic and like yeah. it didn't get its full theatrical release. And, right. You know, I did that poll yeah. last week on Twitter. You know, are are you gonna rent it or are you gonna wait for Disney Plus? Hundred percent, everybody said Disney Plus. Yeah. Which I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I, that's what yeah, I'm gonna that's do. What we did. <laughs> Makes sense, but like, and granted, that wasn't like a huge poll. It was like nine people because right. you know I'm not famous <laughs> yet. But it does kind of highlight like, is digital really gonna work for the future as far as releases? Yeah. With like bigger budget stuff, like. You're gonna have to expect smaller budget films and stuff coming out of if if theaters go away, yeah. we're not gonna get these big AAA titles anymore, right? Like yeah. We're not gonna get these blockbusters that are true that much money. They're gonna have to scale down to be able to afford making a profit and all that in the end, because people will start to expect those things on the service, right? You know, or at the very least, they're gonna have to raise the service prices for something like Disney Plus to like $20 a month, you know? So they're getting their ticket sale just through you being subscribed. You know what they could do is have it be like, you could have tiers. You could say you have a $10 a month, which includes one blockbuster release per month. That's what I kind of was thinking they would do in general is like maybe the, um, you know, like distributors would just have like, like a pass where you get like x amount of movies for the year for this price and then you pick the movies out of what they have yeah like okay so having the service is like a game or like game pass but then each like big movie that drops is like you could think about it like dlc like you might have to buy something a little bit extra but it's not buying the entire game Mm -hmm. so that could work i think yeah to give them more money but also not make people not want to have the service because it's too expensive (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was even talks, you know, with Black Widow before it was officially changed to a later date that it was potentially going to hit Disney Plus and it's like, or just rental even. Yeah. And it's like, well, if they do that, they're going to have to charge like $40, $50 because yeah. no one's going to, they're not going to lose that money. Yeah. Knowing that a lot more people are watching per purchase. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, exactly. That's true. So that really, $20 isn't realistic in that sense for a yeah. rental. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, no one's going to spend that much. You know, no one's going to spend more than $20, $30. Right. Unless they have like eight kids. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. It's. Did you rate on? Oh, yeah, you gave it a four. Yeah, right? I gave it okay. a four. Well. Well, you gave it unicorns, I guess, too. I did. So we have eight unicorns. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for this week, isn't it? Yep, that's it for this week. Okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcatcher or podcast service, whatever you use. 
Uh, we would really appreciate any kind of feedback. Um, if you want to give us direct feedback, you can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a review on any of the things that you could leave a review on, like iTunes and Google Podcasts, I think, or some other stuff like that. It would be pretty cool. Um, if you have any suggestions for us or feedback or content requests, that can also go to our email, dtfpod at gmail.com. You may also find us on dtfcast.com for our website. It has a listing of all of our episodes if you want to go back and listen to any old ones. Um, or you can follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Speaking of which, I forgot to do a Cat Saturday post yesterday, so I'm kicking myself today oh, no. about it. People think I'm a fake-ass cat dad now. That's upsetting. Yeah. Till next week, you know, I'll yeah. just have to survive. Maybe next time, everybody needs to keep washing their hands and stay the fuck inside. Yeah, don't don't lick windows. Yeah, don't lick windows. Don't lick um, things in general unless it's like food you're putting in your mouth already. Yeah, or that intimate moment with your yeah. I mean, that's significant none, that's, other. That's none of our business. Yeah, but do it from six feet apart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for Pornhub Premium. It's <laughs> a really long tongue. Yeah. Bye.